Hello, and welcome to Lead, Empower, Grow, a podcast featuring entrepreneurs who lead productive teams, empower their communities, and grow successful businesses of their own. Today is the first episode of an exciting new series that will be released under the same feed, the first sales edition of Lead, Empower, Grow. Now, typically on this podcast, I, your host, Jeffrey Lehman, interview agents about how they started their business, the challenges they faced at first, those aspects of entrepreneurship, but not really the sales side, not the day-to-day nitty-gritty, because I've never been a salesperson. I've only ever been a marketer, a content creator. I couldn't offer that unique insight that comes from field experience. But thankfully, our director of sales, Andy Cowan, reached out and offered to help me interview people about the most important side of the business and bring all of his expertise to the table in helping our listeners run better businesses. Today's episode is an enlightening conversation with Tony Jackson. You'll recognize his name if you've listened to the podcast for a long time. And today he walks Andy through his sales process, how he uses the book he wrote to get prospects through the door, how he converts that to an appointment, and how he determines exactly what the clients need in terms of financial products. He and Andy closed the episode on an inspiring grace note that way more important than any big commission is getting a client exactly what they need to find financial security and peace of mind. Listen and enjoy. Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Andy Cowan, the Director of Sales here at FFS. Really excited about today's podcast. We have a special edition, a sales edition. You know, as the Director of Sales, obviously I'm focused on growing sales. So we are going to talk today to a really special person, Tony Jackson out of Charlotte, North Carolina. I think most of the people who've been with the enterprise are familiar with Tony in some form or fashion. But for those of you who are new, he's a field vice president coming out of Charlotte, North Carolina. He's been with us, Tony, I believe 2016. Yeah, I think it was around 2016. Six years or so. Yeah, it'll be six years in December, I do believe. It's it's been a big year for you, obviously, from a production standpoint. it's, It's been awesome. I mean, you're putting points on the board. Cash flow looks great. And this year, I guess it really was kind of the end of last year, wasn't it? Where you published a book called Increase, Protect, and Dominate Your Money. There's all kinds of good tidbits in here. I loved the book, but how have you used it from a prospecting standpoint? How have you used it from a sales standpoint? Has it helped you? Well, um, yeah, the answer is yes, yes, and yes. So um, the, the book <laughs> actually was published. I actually uh, launched the book on my birthday on February 22nd. And since then, man, it, it's been a real blessing. And, and what I've found, uh, Andy, is that when I meet with potential clients, really for many of them, it kind of shortens that sales process. And, and I certainly think that uh, just being a published author also gives some credibility where you're not, uh, you don't have to spend as much time uh, developing credibility and trust. It's kind of like, it's almost like a given. This this guy must know what he's talking about. He's got a book. Absolutely. You come across much more credible. You come across as sharp. Let's talk about how you tactically do this, right? Let's say you meet someone, you bump into them at a grocery store, you start having a conversation. What, what do you actually say to them? I mean, you don't just say, oh, by the way, here's my book. Read it. I'll call you next week. <laughs> so walk us through that conversation a little bit. What are you actually doing? The way I have it set up is it is available on Amazon. But I have a funnel, a whole sales funnel developed around the book. And so what I prefer them to do is go to my website, order the book. Once they do that, there's a series of 10 emails that they'll get from me. And each one of those emails are kind of highlighting one of the strategies in the book, giving them the opportunity to schedule an appointment, get on my calendar. They schedule. So let's have a conversation. It's really been a great lead generator for me 
And if they do it through my website, I capture their email, I capture their phone number. If they order through Amazon, I don't get a chance to capture any of that stuff. I think capturing that information is vital, frankly, right? And it allows you to kind of drip on them and nurture those leads a little bit. And most often what I found from my experience in this business, you know, you talk to someone, they like what you have to say, but they're not ready. Six months later, something happens in their lives. And they're ready. Yeah, those life events. And then they're ready. Yep. And then they're ready. You know, you got you to find buyers when they're ready, right? So Absolutely. that's a great way to just keep them in the hopper, so to speak. Well, and I was going to just share a story with you. It just happened last week. And I had a, um, a technician come by working on the alarm at the house. He asked me, what do I do? I said, well, I do financial services, financial wellness coaching. I gave the guy my book. And so I had a, a quick appointment with him, you know, a couple of days after. Yesterday, I get a text from him and say, hey, give my dad a call. He needs to move his 401k. And I think have it not been for putting the book in his hand, he may not have given it to his dad and, and what have you. So, you know, it, it's definitely been a blessing. Would you say that this book has led to most of your new prospects this year? I would say... I would say yes, in some degree. Some of it is old prospects that have kind of maybe gone cold, old leads that have gone cold that now have the book and it kind of, you know, refreshes that. And so I think there's quite a few of them that have come directly from that. Definitely the larger cases that I've done have come, I think, as a result of the book in some way. I closed a, a million dollar rollover earlier this year, and I really think the book helped to actually finally get it closed. I mean, I, I, I've been dating this guy for, you know, a year, <laughs> right? It really is dating. I mean, that, that's a great word. And so then, you know, a couple of weeks after he has the book in his hands, he says, let's, let's make it happen. Let's do it. I, I definitely think it helps for sure. Okay. Let's say you're a newer agent. You know, you don't have a website. You don't, you don't have the click funnel thing or the sales funnel thing online, but you do have access to a social media account, right? Absolutely. You do have the ability just to buy some books and have them ready when you meet people, right? So Tony, if you didn't have those kind of systems set up, how would you take advantage of this? How would you try and replicate the success you're having with this book without the sales funnel and all that kind of stuff? What, what would you tell the new agent there? I, I would do exactly what I was doing before I wrote the book. First, it was Patrick's Kelly book, you know, Tax-Free Retirement, Yep. Uh, The Retirement Miracle. And for years, I've been using David McDyke's book, Power of Zero. Yes. And I would give that to clients and say, hey, read this. If I didn't have my own funnel going up, I would do the same thing. I'd take this book, I'd give it to a client, I'd say, hey, check this out. And depending on, you know, what type of prospect they were, I may say, hey, you know, just if you want, start at chapter two. And then I would follow up with them and ask them, say, what you think of the book? Let's talk about it. You know, let's talk about how these strategies could work in your situation. Now, for me and my team members, I'd said, hey, listen, would you like to get on the phone with the guy who wrote the book? <laughs> That's right. Have an introduction on a phone call and, and help me kind of solidify it for you. You know, any tools that we can have that's almost like a third party validation for what you're telling them. What I love about the book or something like it, it could be an article, right? I mean, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a book. It could be a, a, an article of Forbes or, you know, Motley Fool or wh wherever you find it, right? But what I really like about the book is say, hey, turn to chapter two. I want to share this idea with you and then get your opinion. Yep, absolutely. It's not even a sales conversation, right? We're going to sit down and we're going to have a chat. 
we're going to have a chat about this topic. And if it's something that you like, I can help you with it. That phrase, I just want to share an idea with you and then get your opinion. Yep. Is very, very powerful. And the reason being, I think everyone's got opinions. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> likes to talk about what they think. Most people, anyway, like to talk about what they think. And I do use that language a lot when, when I give the book away. I say, hey, oh, you got my book? Well, I'd love to get your opinion on it. Tell me what you think of it. And I think one of the things about my book that people appreciate is the stories. They're real life client stories in there. I always say, you know, we change the names and places, but each of those chapters start with a story. And so people appreciate the stories and they can relate to those. Storytelling is how you sell. Right. You got to find a way to relate your products and services through a story that they can relate to based on their own experiences. Absolutely. One of my favorites, it's at the very end. And it's the section called, it's okay to start with term, a little autobiographical there. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But you know what? Uh, there's a lot of people in that situation. You know, they're, they're 25 years old. They got married, had a kid and they're like, whoa, I, I can't afford a million dollar IUL. Right. Trying to, trying to save money for a house. Right. But you know, you got plenty to protect now that you're a father and you're married or whatever the case may be. And I love that story because that's how I started too. <laughs> right. And, and, and the thing about it is, is we say this, okay, what's the best type of life insurance to have? Whole life, universal life, term life. I like the best policy to have is the one in force when you die. That's exactly right. And just meeting people where they are, I think is huge. And not going in necessarily with a predetermined, predestined, this is the policy that I'm going to sell this person. But first finding out what are their needs? What are they looking for? And then matching our products, which we have something for everyone that meets their needs where they're at right now. Let's get them covered and then work our way to it. Like with Kaizen, I think Kaizen is an awesome product, but there's times when you meet people and they said, yeah, I want the Kaizen, but I can't afford it. Well, guess what? Let's do a term, million dollar term. And then when you're ready, we'll convert it to a Kaizen. You said something that was really profound there. It's not about going in trying to sell an IUL. It's not about going in trying to sell a fixed indexed annuity or a term policy or a whole life. It's about figuring out the pain point that your clients have. Right. What is troubling you? Why did you even want to chat today? Right. I think that's a great question to ask. You know, you get on the Zoom call, they agreed to a 30 minute Zoom call. You know, I, I think a great way to start the conversation is obviously, you know, we need to get to know each other better. Yep. Right. Me and you, you need to learn more about me. I need to learn more about you. But at the end of the day, this is either going to be a good fit or it isn't. So what can I do to make sure this is a good use of your time? Why did you want to chat today? And then just hear what they listen to what they had to say, right? They'll probably tell you what, you know, if they read a couple chapters in the book, I'm really worried about what happens if I get sick. I'm really worried about my house and if I die and all that kind of stuff. Well, and, and that's what happens is people will read the book and they'll say, hey, I want what Mrs. Jones had or I want what Mr. Baker had. It's like, I don't know what it's called, but I want what so-and-so had in the book. I don't really say that this is an IUL or I don't really say this is a fixed index annuity until we've gone through what they're looking for. I want safety of principle. I want potential gains. You know, I want to know that I have lifetime income. Well, you know, what you described sounds like a fixed index annuity. And one of the things about our business is we got a lot of jargon, right? <laughs> IUL, da, da, da. And, and people's like, I don't even know what that is, right? So I think we have to find out what they're looking for, what they need, 
and then tell them, I have a product that fits that. This is what it's called. But if I walk up to someone on the street and say, hey, listen, I have a great life insurance product that'll work for you, that'll save you taxes. And it's like, life insurance, man, no, I'll pass on that. But if we can educate them on what it does for them, then they don't care if it's a life insurance policy or not. Yeah, and ultimately, what's great about this business, frankly, great about this company, FFS, we do things the right way here. That's about helping people. Yep. That's not about qualifying for dream destination, although that's nice. It's not about extra commission, although that's nice. That's just about helping people, right? And so if you're willing to listen to your client, they'll tell you everything you need to know in order to make a sale. But you got to listen. And you got to be willing to say, okay, yeah, it'd be great if I could sell you this IUL with this $10,000 target premium, but you really can't afford it right now. And you know, you got to think long-term too. You know, This client today that you just write this you know, million-dollar term policy on or half a million dollars, whatever it happens to be, you know, what if they get a big raise next year? Right. Right. What if they get that big promotion? God, there's so many opportunities. You know, think about the referral opportunity this guy or gal now has for you. Right. You got to think bigger picture as opposed to just this one sale. And that goes back to, again, just helping people. Okay, let's dive into this a little bit, a little bit more detailed, granular level, if you will. Are there any questions that you always ask every client? I guess what I want to do is dive into your appointment process in a little bit more detail. How do we actually take them through okay, this is a great concept. Here's what it looks like to you. And then ultimately getting to a close. So that first conversation have always used like the fort method, right? Which is family, get them talking about their family, your occupation, what they like to do for recreation. And then we transition. And so once we've done that, I will typically say this. I don't know that this is right for you until we kind of get a snapshot of where you are. And so I need to do what I call a financial analysis, a financial questionnaire, so that we can get a snapshot of where you're at. I need to get this information. I'll go in my lab and take what you give me and come out with some possible solutions for us to talk about. And so what information are you asking for exactly? It's all the things that we have in the financial needs analysis. Good on you for for conducting needs analysis. That's music to my ears. I need everyone who's listening to this podcast to take advantage of the technology that is available using the Edge app, whether you want to use the detailed needs analysis, whether you use the app, whatever works for you, but make sure you do it. If you do it, I've always argued, if you'll take the time to use that needs analysis form, you will write more business and you will write bigger policies. People will know that you care, Right. I think people appreciate that. People appreciate the fact that you didn't just give them something off the cuff and that you took their information and came back and was thoughtful. And sometimes you got to know who you're talking to, right? Because someone told me, it's like, well, can you just send me some information? I was like, Andy, I am the information and I won't fit in your mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. So we need to get together. We need to get together and have a conversation. And it costs you nothing. Cost you nothing. That's right. That's Cost exactly right. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit, uh, keeping the appointment process moving, right? So you, you've gone in the lab, mm-hmm. you, you've done you've done your mad scientist work, right? And you're going, you're presenting solutions. Talk to me then about that presentation. And then from there, how you go from presentation to closing. Okay. So on that second appointment, what I'll do is I'll go over that financial needs analysis, like, 
based on what you told me, this is how much life insurance you need. Based on what you told me, this is what you need to be doing in terms of uh, saving for retirement. Based on what you told me, this is what your budget is for this. And then I'll go through that illustration and say, this is what this does for you. That's how they work. Making emphasis on the living benefits, because this is what separates us from a lot of people that you'll talk to. And I'll say, okay, this is the amount you gave me. So I based it on this. Now, Andy, before we actually move forward with doing this, I just need to know when you're telling me what you can afford each month, I I do want you to stretch yourself, but I don't want you to strain yourself. It needs to be an amount significant enough that is going to make a difference in your financial future. But I don't want you to be in a position where if the car breaks down, the first thing you got to do is call me and say, I can't make this payment. And I always kind of undersell because I've been in this business 25 years. I want to make sure they're comfortable. And if they're comfortable, okay, let's go ahead. Let's get the paperwork in, get this process started for you so that we can have you covered. The other thing is my standing joke is like, now there's something else that I did not mention that you get with this policy that you need to know. The other thing that comes with it is me, right? I'm like your cousin now. I'm going to show up at the family gatherings looking for a plate, all this kind of stuff. So you're getting me with this. We're going to send out an invitation to you. Let's get together. Let's talk about this. Let's see if this is working for you. I mean, I'm your relative now, right? You know, I think what you just said was really, really important. And I want to take a moment to emphasize it. I think sometimes people, and not just people here at FFS, but just people in general, they undersell the value that they can offer to other people. And you look at our line of work. I love the way you say that. What else you get with this policy? You get me, right? And so you have this financial concierge, this published author, you know, what, however you want to say it is now in your corner. Mm-hmm. And I love how you're setting up the, the annual review meeting a year in advance. Yeah. Right. We, we are going to get together 12, 13, 14 months from now. It's not an option. We're going to meet one of the best people in this business. He's long deceased now. He would not sell you a life insurance policy unless you agreed to meet 13 months in the future. Yeah. He wouldn't do it. And uh, if they wouldn't agree to it, he wouldn't write the policy. He said, you need to find a different agent. And, you know, the other thing that I tell people is you're not going to take this policy out, put a hundred bucks in it. And then next week, come in here and be able to get 10 grand. It doesn't work like that. This is long game. Yep. And so for the first 10 years, you're, you're going to have to really think about that. This is really long game. This is not short game. This is not a sprint. This is this is a marathon. Yeah, I think it's a great thing. You know, expectations are very important in, in all walks of life, but especially in this business, expectations are, are are vital, frankly, on what we do. And so if you're out there selling, look at all this cash you're going to have in 10 years, whatever the case would be. It could work out that way, right? Right. It might. It might not, though. And so we got to remind people of that conversation in particular. I'd set the right expectations. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Tony, one of the reasons I wanted you on this sales edition podcast the first day at Dream Destination on the cruise ship, I sat down with you and your wife. And I knew then you were a great salesperson, Tony, because you punched way above your weight class uh, with your wife. <laughs> I knew then. Wow, Tony's a great salesperson. Hey, it's my best sales job that I ever made, man. <laughs> there ain't no doubt about it. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. 
We are running short on time. One last question I want to ask you. Well, we'll see if it's one last question. There might be some follow-ups I get from it. But if you were brand new to FFS, if you were a new agent getting started with us, you've been on board, and this is for the people who are commission qualified now, right? So you're licensed, you're ready to go, you're commission qualified, you're appointed with carriers. It's time to start writing some business. With all the things that you've learned, what advice would you give to that new person? There's one thing, and where I thought you were going with this, and I think this is important, is to go after the promotions, right? The reason why I think that's important is because if you hit those marks and you have these goals that you, you're going for, those things will ultimately make you money and you're taking care of customers. I think every agent ought to be shooting for dream destination. So I think that's one. The other thing is, it's the Zig Ziglar thing, right? If you help enough people get what they want, in turn, you'll get everything that you're looking for. To answer your question is just take care of people. Take care of everyone that you come in contact with. I just lost a sale of a rollover that was almost $400,000. I just told her the truth. Could I have sold her a product similar that she got from one of our competitors? Absolutely. But I just did not believe it was in her best interest. You know, so you got to be willing to do that. You got to be willing to do the right thing, even when it turns out you don't make the sale. Yeah, and those do hurt. Right. I'm still talking about it, Andy. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can like in your own mind, you can calculate the points, you can calculate the commission, you can, you know, you, you see the qualification status, you're gonna you see it all, right? You see it all. And it does, it hurts when you have to turn it away. But you know it hurts a lot more when you can't sleep at night because you did something you shouldn't have done. And I love saying that to people too. I, I tell them all the time, it's like, listen, if you do this, this is like sleep good at night. Because you know, the one thing that I like to do is I like to sleep. I like to sleep well. <laughs> and when I when I lay down, I like to be able to sleep. And I know that anything that you get from me, that two people are going to be able to sleep, regardless of what happens to the stock market, regardless of what's happening, there's two people who are going to be able to sleep. And that's you and I. Tony Jackson, thank you so much for being on today. This is our first sales edition. Uh, we will be doing more of these. It won't be you every month, Tony. Sorry. Don't take it the wrong man, way. Man, I'm honored that you just <laughs> chose to talk to me today, man. That 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 means a lot because uh, I do pride myself in doing it the right way. And so I, I appreciate you thinking of me and having me on. Well, you're having a great year. I hope people who listen to this podcast get a, a lot of great insights. Tony, if you don't mind, do you, you want to share your website so people can check it out if they want to? Absolutely. So the book website is iPadYourMoney.com. iPadYourMoney.com. That's great. That's great. Well, Tony, once again, thanks for being on. Good luck out there. Looking forward to our next dream destination where we can have dinner together. And until our next podcast, thank you. Thank you. And thank you to all who listened. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of the sales edition of Lead and Power Grow. This will be swapping episodes with the traditional Lead and Power Grow episodes on our main feed. So look out for these throughout the months, and you can look forward to all the great sales insight that Andy Cowan will be getting from our expert field leaders in the days to come. You can listen through our past episodes at firstfinancialsecurity.com. And of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to listen to new Lead and Power Grow episodes the moment they air. Till next time, thank you for listening. 